0: You're listening to The Shell, where we talk about all sorts of cool marketing stuff with industry experts worldwide. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Shell. I am your host, Spencer Ryan. Today, we have Prashant Sai Shankar. He is our managing partner, web developer, and CFO, a man of many hats. How are you doing today, Prashant? Doing well, man. How are you? I am doing good. Today, we're going to talk about the economy, websites, and seo and web access when it comes to managing clients so without any further ado let's go ahead and jump in uh prashant i have a quick question for you man yeah um what's your sentiment on the current state of the economy and where it's headed um i'm actually an economics major so
1: perfect but you know because of that i'm a bit, bit more skeptical when economists predict stuff okay um i think the economy is just really hard to predict. I think right now things are looking up and they've been up for a while, but it could all come crashing down. Who knows? Yeah. No one was able to predict the last recession. No one's been ever able to properly predict any kind of recession or depression. And uh, people have been saying a recession is coming for
0: years now. That's and true. it hasn't happened yet. But. That's true. I do remember like in 2008, a lot. Like it came by complete surprise. Yeah. There were very few people that knew it was coming. Now it seems like the sentiment is everyone is saying that it's going to crash it's going to crash we know we're due for one but nobody knows when right so so that's a really good point however today I do want to focus on what happens when the economy does crash um, because a lot of our clients out there um, a lot of businesses out there in general are just doing really well in this economy and I yeah. think that could change uh, you know if we do have an economic crash right what, what did you what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, especially if you're a small business, um, you know, an eco- like a downturn in the economy can be really, really rough. Yeah. Um,
0: can definitely make a huge impact on your business and not in a good way. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's let's dive into a little bit about what you do. Um, like we had mentioned earlier, you are our web developer. You do mm-hmm. handle a lot of websites for our clients. Um, so specifically related to the economy, if the economy were to crash, what? Uh, or even if it doesn't crash, like what is what are some tips, um, tricks that you know businesses business owners can do today to make sure that their website is up to standard, and to make sure that it's keeping up with the time, so to speak.
1: Yeah. So the number one thing I would recommend is just responsiveness. Now you got to make sure that your website loads fine across all devices, whether it's a desktop, a tablet, smartphone, you name it. Like it's got to work properly across all those devices. And Google's come to expect that from sites. Um, you know so people and even your consumers like people a lot of web traffic comes from phones and tablets these days like a huge huge percentage i believe it might even be in the majority of web traffic so that's why you need to you know make sure that your site's loading correctly on all those devices otherwise
0: you're potentially shutting out a huge portion of your potential traffic right yeah no i I mean i know that when when I'm browsing a website, if I if I stumble across a, a website that's not optimized for mobile, I generally just close it. Like I right. I don't enjoy using it unless it's like really well put together on the desktop end where it's still usable, but uh, I know some of these some of these websites out here they just kind of, you know, do a half job on the mobile site and it's it's really difficult to yeah. use. Um, so in terms of like the economy because it is a trending topic, a lot of people are talking about the economic <laughs> crash. Um, how do you think that that would affect people if their business is not up to date? If if an economy crashes and their website is not up to standard, how how could that affect business? Yeah, I mean, I feel like
1: when money is short, when the economy is not doing so well, people can be pickier about their funds, absolutely, especially businesses. So when let's even if, let's say you're working in the B2B space, you're Clients are usually other small businesses, let's say, for example, um, and they visit your website and, you know, your website is not loading correctly. The content on there is, you know, not up to date. It's, it's just a bad experience for them overall. If their money's tight and the economy's, you know, kind of crashed, like they will be more likely to look elsewhere. Exactly. They won't really think about giving you a chance. Absolutely. They'll be more picky with their funds.
0: Yep, I agree. So we know that SEO is a big part. Mm -hmm. Uh, For those of you guys that are listening, you probably know what SEO is. Uh, If you don't, it's just search engine optimization helps you rank better in Google searches and things like that. Um, How can people make sure that their website is uh, SEO friendly? How can they, you know, kind of just some tips that they could do personally, whether they hire someone or whether they do it in-house to make sure that their website ranks better so that they are competing in the market?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, kind of goes back to my original point about responsiveness. Like you want to make sure your site loads correctly across all devices. And Google likes that as well. Google's search approach now is mobile first. So their main version of the page that they look at is a mobile version. Interesting. So if your site doesn't load correctly on mobile, then, you know, Google's going to penalize that. They're not going to like it. So you got to make sure your site is responsive. Uh, Another thing that ties into that is website speed. Now, Google, again, they've mentioned that speed is a big is a ranking factor for Google searches. And also, like if if your site's loading super slow, especially on like a mobile connection, if someone you know has to wait a few seconds, like people are more likely to just exit the site. I saw a statistic somewhere that says I think it's about after about two or three seconds of waiting for like a site to load, people lose interest and go elsewhere. So you're gonna to wanna to make sure your site loads fast so that more people actually click through to your site and access your site. And also if Google notices that you know your site's bounce rate is high, they can bring you down in the rankings. So responsiveness and speed are two huge factors. Um, and apart from that, there's a lot of other best practices that you can implement on the site. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure you have a lot of content, a lot of text. Um, you know, Especially if there are certain keywords you're trying to rank for, try to include those in the copy without You know, just trying to shoehorn them anywhere, you know, just make sure that your content is relevant, of course, but make sure that you try to fit in those keywords and provide, you know, a lot of description, like about what you what your company is, like the stuff that you do. Um, And there's other things, too, like you've got to make sure your titles are formatted correctly. You got to make sure your meta descriptions are good, which are the little snippets of text that people see on search results. Right. Uh, Because those things, Google, Google doesn't really rank based on meta descriptions, for example, but like things like that are more, if you have a good meta description, users are more likely to click through to your site, which in turn can bump you up in the rankings. Okay,
0: that's a lot of information. There's a lot of good stuff in there. So for those of you guys that are watching or listening, um, perhaps you can review your website to make sure that it is SEO friendly. Um, So steering back to the topic of economic downturn, um, what is something that people can take uh, home with them to help improve business during tough times? Like what, if you were to gather like a small list of things that people can do, would it be the same things? Like just make sure that-
1: you're- Yeah, it would just be to make sure that people can find, like making sure that people can find your website better uh, and easier and that it's a good experience for them. And you know, another thing is also keeping your information out of date. Like, uh, Like sure, like if you have a business and you have an economic downturn, you might be preoccupied with a lot of other things, but that doesn't mean you should let your website get completely out of date. Right. Because, like, if I personally go to a web- website and I see that they haven't updated anything in the past like five years, I'll probably assume the business is like done. <laughs> like, yeah. they're over, they're closed down. Right. Or they're like completely inactive. Like, if you can't even update your
0: website, then, you know, so just making sure that you stay on top of your website. Absolutely. I mean, I think, I think in that, time it's even more important because it's a sea of red basically in an economic downturn it's a sea of red and it's every man out there for themselves and you're competing with the best of the best at that point the weak are going to fall off so i think it's really important that you make sure that you keep your website up to date in tough times because that's going to set you out from from the other ones so
1: yeah and a lot of seo is not necessarily about you know trying to I i will say that with SEO, sometimes it's not like you're necessarily just competing against yourself. you got to notice that you got to remember that there's so many other businesses out there that are also, you know, in your space, probably that also are working on their SEO. Absolutely. And they're updating their site. So if you don't catch up to them or stay on par with them or, you know, go above and beyond what they're doing, then, you know, your website is going to suffer
0: uh, in search results and in traffic and so on absolutely i agree so shifting a little bit uh shifting the gears so we work with a lot of franchise owners Mm -hmm. um and businesses that uh basically don't have full control over every aspect of their business like for example in a franchise situation uh, you have you know guidelines set aside by corporate um things that you can and cannot do we run into this a lot uh what is something that maybe like a franchise owner someone in a similar situation can do to improve SEO, to improve their website when they have no web access to the corporate side? Sure. Uh, so this is kind of a tough question, but
1: my number one recommendation would be to work on your Google My Business listing if you have access to that. Because, you know, when a lot of people search for, a lot of times when people search for certain businesses, like if you look for like a hair salon near you, Google will show you a local three pack basically. When at the top of the search page, you'll see three different map results. And with a lot of the ranking on those map results is based off of Google My Business. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't have web access, you can at least pop up in search results uh, towards the top of the page in that map when people are looking for your business. If you have your Google My Business page set up correctly and verified and properly you know, optimized. um, just making sure you fill out all the fields in there, all the information that Google asks for you, and just make sure you stay on top of that page. Uh, Now some people might not have access to the Google My Business page either. And in that case, I would just recommend trying to optimize elsewhere. Like with SEO sometimes people can be a little narrow minded. Like you might think that Google is the only thing you can really rank for. Right. But there's so many other search engines out there. Like Facebook is practically a search engine. So is LinkedIn or Instagram or like there's so many yeah, other YouTube. platforms. Yeah, YouTube, like so many other platforms that you can rank your content on mm-hmm. and that can help you drive traffic and drive sales. So you don't necessarily need, if you if you can't rank on Google, you know, no need to worry because you have all these other big platforms that millions,
0: if not billions of people are still using on a day-to-day basis. That's actually really powerful because as a content marketing agency, we relay that to our clients a lot. Uh, and we tell them, hey, you know, you should be creating content too yeah, because exactly. that's a whole other side that you could be quote unquote ranking um, to improve your business so for people that maybe have permission and you'll want to check with uh, corporate guidelines and stuff but in like a franchise situation to if they have permission to create their own page uh, where do they start what do they do like their own separate website yeah
1: um now firstly I, I would say that one big reason that it's helpful to have your own separate website, as a franchisee is to have better access to like view the traffic that's coming in and like how many people are converting and better track the effectiveness of various ad campaigns um, or other like influencer marketing campaigns or so on that you're running to that site. Now, from an SEO standpoint, sometimes it might not be the like it might be harder for you to rank versus a corporate site. Mm. And that might be cannibalizing some of your traffic. Like, for example, if you're running a subway franchise and you have, you know, your own separate landing page on the corporate subway website, like for your specific, let's say, Raleigh location, and then you make your own subway Raleigh website, you're going to have a much harder time ranking that versus the corporate subway and getting that traffic. And that site might cannibalize a bunch of your traffic. Right. So I would say that really think about whether or not you really need uh, your own separate page. Or if there's other things you can do, like one thing we've done with a couple of clients is ClickFunnels or similar landing page platforms that aren't specifically separate websites. But are these landing pages and funnels that you can set up that you can direct traffic to from your ad campaigns
0: and so on and track conversions and the effectiveness that way? That's that's really good information. I think uh, ClickFunnels is a great tool. Um, and then, you know, can can you install a Facebook Pixel on ClickFunnels? Yeah, you can. That's Facebook perfect. Pixel Analytics, like Tag Manager, you can do all that stuff. That's great. That's great. Those are all really good tips. Um, is there any resources that you recommend for people that are looking to either A, improve their website, B, create a new one, create that ClickFunnels, anything that people can look into that, that may be super helpful besides Tortuga Marketing? <laughs> um, sure. So I would really like if you're if you have
1: a website right now think about what platform it's on like is it custom built is it on wix squarespace wordpress look at what platform it's on and try to see like try to stay up to date on that platform like wordpress or wix or so on they're always pushing out changes yeah just making sure that you're using those changes to your advantage and using those to kind of help your site be more optimized and work better for mobile and so on and just always you know again like i said if if your company is not doing so well if it's like a recession the economy is tanking you know it can be really easy to just put your website to the side and try to focus on the rest of your business and i totally understand that but you got to make sure that your website's up to date because it's your virtual real estate
0: absolutely i think today even to this day like websites have been around for a really long time yeah and i think even to this day a website can be Considered a portfolio for a business. Like yeah, when you absolutely. want to check out a business, where do you go? You go to their website. Yeah. So I think that's super important. Well, that pretty much wraps up this episode. Uh, thank you so much, Prashanth. I really appreciate yeah, your time. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys need any other tips, feel free to reach out to us. We are here to help. Um, and that pretty much gives it a wrap. Make sure you follow us on all of our social channels and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks, Prashant. Yep. Thanks, Spencer.